Hello everyone and thank you so much for tuning in to Prosperity Finance and Wealth. This is episode two and we are discussing understanding your finances. Okay, so um, if you could just please follow me on Instagram, Prosperity Finance and Wealth, I really appreciate it. But let's go ahead and jump into it. I won't keep you long. Um, So the first thing or the first um, subject of the topic, understanding your finances, I want to discuss is do you have a budget? Do you have a monthly budget, a weekly, and an annual budget? You need all three, right? So the first thing I'm going to discuss is the monthly budget. Or no, I'll discuss the weekly and then the monthly. So the first thing I'm going to discuss is the weekly budget. And the weekly budget uh, consists of, okay, um, this is my budget for the week. I don't want to go over this budget. I'd rather be under than go over, right? So I let's say, for example, I set my budget for the week. For it to be $20. So in my mind, um, each day, um, I don't want to spend more than $5 because you're thinking about Monday through Friday in this case. Um, the weekends are excluded excluded, and we'll discuss why. So I don't want to spend more than $20. So I would say, hmm, how do I execute that and not spend more than $20? Well, um, I would make my lunch for each day of the week and not spend money at work on uh, for my lunch. And not spend money on dinner either. You kind of just don't want to... Food is where you spend most of the money. When you look at your bank statement, you're not spending the money on anything lucrative, right? You're spending money on food. Rather, it's groceries or going out to eat. Most of you guys, most of us is going out to eat. I trained myself very well to not do that. But I know there are a lot of people out there that still eat out daily. And um, that's a record that we're trying to break. That we're trying not to, we're, we're trying not to do that anymore, right? That's why you're listening to this podcast to understand to to know better how to better understand your finances and what you could do better um anyway so um right so you don't want to you want to kind of you know scale back and not eat out so much so you want to start making your lunch every single day um for uh for work so the way i do it is on sundays um i just you know take out a few hours out a few hours out of the day to make my lunch for the week and how to preserve it uh, for the week is i put my food in the freezer So, um, or um, if I want to keep it fresh, which I know a lot of us do, um, you can, you know, meal prep for the first three days, right? And then on the third day, which will be Wednesday, you can meal prep again for the last two days or just for Thursday. Who knows? Maybe you want to, you know, say, hey, I meal prep for the, for all four days. On Friday, I want to go buck wild and do what I want to do. That's fine. You saved, you saved, at least you saved money for the four days out of the week. So you want to, you know, just kind of get on a a routine, a schedule to saying, hey, on Sundays, I'm going to start making my lunch for the week or, you know, start out making my lunch for the three days out of the week. And then Wednesday, I'll do the same. Um, I know a lot of us are busy, but you make time for what you want. Right. So if you really want to save money, you know, start off by getting better with your finances. The first thing is tackle what you're doing each week. How are you spending your money each week? And that's a lot of us are spending money, a lot of money on lunch, each on food, just eating out. It's nothing really it's you're not really spending money on anything. You're eating out a lot. And so how do you tackle that? How do you deal with that? You say, OK, be, be honest with yourself. I eat out a lot. So let me start making my lunch every day. A lot of us, you know, we, we spend a lot of money on food. So let's scale back on that. Um, so that's the weekly uh, the weekly budget saying, OK, and then you can think of it this way as well. 
on the once you saved all that money during the week of however much money you would have spent on food you say hey now I have a nice little chunk of change to either put in a savings account or to put half in a savings account and then the other half I want to treat myself to Mastro Steakhouse or I want to treat myself to Ruth Chris just as an example or the Cheesecake Factory or whatever your budget can afford or whatever that amount of money can afford that you save throughout the week I want to treat myself go ahead and do it you didn't spend any money during the week you deserve it you know give yourself yourself a pat on the back you deserve that go ahead and treat yourself to whatever you like because you saved all that money during the week and you know you tracked your expenses and now it's it's the weekend you want to lay back kick back relax you don't want to cook you don't want to do anything go ahead it's just two days you know go ahead and spend that money that's the way that's the way I work Um, unless it's you know unless someone's treating me then that's a different story but as far as my finances that's how I operate with that okay for the week now the monthly budget that's more of your fixed costs Um, you have fixed costs and you have variable costs so your fixed costs are like your um, the costs that are you know you know exactly how much is going to be each month the bills that you pay once a month so that is um, like your car note. You know exactly how much your car note is going to be. That money, that amount is not going to change. It's not going to go up or down. It's that exact amount, right? Um, another fixed cost is your mortgage or your rent. You know how much that's going to be each month. So that's a fixed cost. You put that in your monthly budget. When you do your expenses, you know, when you have your spreadsheet or whatever, <clears throat> you say, okay, my car note is this much. My rent is this much. Those are fixed costs that you know how much it's going to cost each month. And you should understand that as well. And any other fixed costs that you have, the an amount, um, a bill that doesn't change, um, an expense that does not change, that's a fixed cost. Now you have your variable costs, which is, for example, gas your gas price gas prices go up every single day it fluctuates right so that's a variable cost that's a cost that that's an expense that changes on a daily basis on a weekly basis so you may spend fifty dollars on gas this week next week you may spend 35 the week after that you may spend 60 because gas prices go up and down so that fluctuates in how much you spend uh each week on gas and it it, you know it really determines how much you're going to fill up as well so that's a variable cost um you want to go ahead and put that in your expenses as well as far as your your monthly budget um you can always over budget for that very for variable costs you always want to over budget so that you have enough you know so that you've just allocated enough money towards that expense since it's a variable cost or you can have a variable cost account where money that fluctuates it can come out of that account and you have another bank account where you have your fixed costs and that money can come out of that account because you know exactly how much it's going to be so if you have a car note that's 300 and your rent is 1000 which is very uncommon because rent is so expensive these days but so that's 1300 dollars you need to have in that bank account each month because you know just as an example that's how much money is going to come out because that's how much those two expenses are do you understand what i'm saying hopefully you do um and so then you have your annual budget your annual budget it's just you know you're looking at a kind of like a business when they have a financial um a financial statement or something of that nature and you're looking at it and saying okay um this is my my annual budget this is how much i don't want to go over each month because i have a huge goal i'm trying to reach of purchasing a house cash or a car cash so i'm going to try to Um, And, you know, it's very hard to um, do that. That's a forecast, actually, that you would have to do. It's not an easy job to do. It's very complex to do because you don't know things come up during the year, right? You have um, unforeseen occurrences that come up throughout the year. 
um, as far as finances that you need to have covered. So um, I won't stress too much, uh, stress, I'm sorry, too much on the annual budget because that's very difficult to do. Um, but if you can and you understand how to do that, then go ahead and, and try it. You know, it's a forecast that you would have to do. That's really what businesses do. Um, I just kind of put that in there to, so you can be aware of that as well. Um, but that is uh, for as far as budgeting, understanding your budget. So next we're going to discuss um, are your finances written down? So that's like having your goals written down. But these are your financial goals, right? So you want to have your financial goals written down. Um, with, I always stress having a planner, um, having a writing down, having your budget written down or somewhere in your computer in a spreadsheet or they have budget apps these days where you could use, you know, as far as to help you budget if you don't like writing things down. You need to be able to see the money that you're working with. If you're depending on your memory, that's no bueno, right? You want to have all of your finances written down so you can visually see where you are in your finances so you can know where you're trying to go or where you need to be or where you're where you're trying to go, right? So you can reach that goal. That's just like um, having just goals in life, right? You want to write your goals down like a vision board or have a financial vision board saying, hey, this is where I'm at right now. Have your board, you know, um, showing in order, you know, where you're trying to be and the steps you're going to take to get there, right? So the same thing with financial goals. You want to have that written down and be very detailed and be very transparent and honest with yourself and say, hey, this is where I'm at. I'm not in a good place right now, but these are the steps I'm going to take to get to where I want to be. And you can't just do that off of memory. You need to write it down write your financial goals down look at it every single day and execute that every single day be very discreet right and say hey this is where i want to be i'm serious about my finances and this is where i'm this is where i'm trying to go so you just have everything written down and be very um discreet about that be very strict about your financial goals and you'll get there um, as long as you have everything written down and you follow the steps that you've created for yourself that you if you have a goal of buying a house you know the steps you need to take to buy that house have that written down you want to buy a car you know the steps that you need to take to buy that car for the house or the car you need to get your credit in order or you need to build your credit whatever the case may be you know the steps you need to take to get there but you're not executing it because you haven't written it down so go so that's what you need to do have it written down have a notebook a financial goal notebook that's what I have I have about five of them because I have it for every aspect of you know my financial goals in my life you know so just get it's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with writing things down we have too much going on in our lives to not have our goals and especially our financial goals not written down because depending on our memory we'll, we'll forget I forget things all the time so I have to write it down my planner is that's my bread and butter okay that's like the holy grail for me is having my planner and carrying it with me everywhere I go and just writing things down because I'll forget right so the last thing I'm going to discuss is do you have a plan <clears throat> excuse me so that kind of correlates with writing all your financial goals and your life goals down that goes along with having a plan so when you write things when you write things down and you want it to manifest into what you want it to be in the future you have a plan so if you don't have a plan right now you need to have a plan to create a plan so that you could execute all of your goals and your financial goals so you know um, so you can visually see where you're trying to go that every that both both of those go hand in hand so having a plan and if you don't have a plan get with someone that get with me 
uh, or get with someone that you trust. Get with someone that you trust to help you come up with a financial plan to show you where you need to be or where you're trying to go. If you're just kind of like, oh my goodness, where do I start? I don't know where to start. I don't know how to put this plan together. My finances are all over the place. There are so many people out there like you and there are also people like myself that can help, right? So come up with a plan, a financial plan saying, hey, my finances are, you know, I don't have an emergency fund right now. Um, My finances aren't protected right now. I don't know how to grow my finances. I don't know how to build multiple streams of income. Talk to someone, have a plan, write things down. You don't have a plan if it's not written down. If it's just in, if the plan, this quote, quote unquote plan is just in your head and it's not written down, it's not a plan. It's just a dream, right? But dreams become reality when you write it down and you manifest that and you let it manifest and you execute those goals, right? So have a plan. So those three things are the main um, subjects or topics that or the main things that go along with understanding your finances, in my opinion, someone may be opposed to that. But in my opinion, those are the three main things that you need to think about. Ask yourself, hey, you know, do I have a budget? If I don't have a budget, I need to get one. Or do do I have my finances written down? If not, you need to start writing them down so that you know where you are in your finances and so that you know where you need to be or where you're trying to go because everyone wants to be rich right but they don't know how to get there but the first thing is i need to know what i want to do i need to write it down and then the last thing is do you have a plan you know as i said before a plan without it being written down is just a dream right it's just a dream like oh i wish i had a million dollars in the bank account or i wish i had my finances in order but you don't have anything written down what is that right So you want to have things written down. So if you think about those three things, as far as understanding your finances, then you're, you're fine. You're, you're going in the right direction. And that to me would be the first step, the the first three steps in understanding your finances before build, before, you know, building, um, before investing, starting to invest your money, you don't invest without having a financial plan. That's backwards, right? Because if you start investing, when you start investing, investing that is when you start dealing with risk. And you don't want to deal with risk without having, you know, a backup plan. And your backup plan is your financial plan. And that comes with having an emergency fund, having a budget, having, you know, just having a plan. And if you don't have that and you're starting to invest already and you're trying to, you know, you're trying to build wealth then it won't work out for you because once that risk, if it goes down, if it doesn't work out the way you plan, then what do you have to fall back on? You have to think about that first, right? So before you start investing, or if you've already started investing and you really don't have your finances in order, I would think twice about that and maybe pull that money out of the stock market or, you know, um, you know, just put a halt, put a, you know, put a stop, just, you know, just stop for a second, think and say, Hey, let me get my financial plan in order first. Let me get my finances in order first and then I'll pick up where I left off at because you don't want to do things backwards. And then once you start investing and you start losing money, now you lost, now you lost the money that you invested. You also don't have an emergency fund and now you're living paycheck to paycheck because you lost all that money that you invested. It just, it becomes a domino effect and you don't want that. So um, thank you so much. That is it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening and for tuning in. Um, The next segment is actually going to be how to budget on low income. That is something that you do not want to miss. You definitely want to tune into that. Um, That will be episode three of Prosperity Finance and Wealth. Um, And you're going to learn or understand how to a lot of us, you know, some of us, some of us don't make that much money. 
And in our mind, when you don't make that much money, you can't save, you can't budget because you're living paycheck to paycheck. Well, that's because you choose to live paycheck to paycheck, but there is a way out. And I'm going to discuss that with you on the next episode of Prosperity Finance and Wealth. Thank you so much for listening. And I will tune, well, I'll Uh, be expecting to hear from you all soon on the next episode of prosperity finance and wealth how to budget on low income thank you so much have a good night